It's Dothan High School Wolf Football on your home for great country legends. 96.9 The Legend. And now it's the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. I am Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dothan Wolves Football, right here on 96.9 The Legend. Each week, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert sit down with Dothan Wolves head coach Jed Kennedy to look back at the previous game and preview the upcoming opponent. Tonight, head coach Jed Kennedy will look back at the Dothan Wolves' 59-24 victory over the Prattville Lions last week and look ahead to tomorrow night's homecoming matchup with the Smith Station Panthers in another 7A Region 2 matchup. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert will be joined by head coach Jed Kennedy right here on 96.9 The Legend. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us again. Big win against Prattville other night, Friday night, 59 to 24, and kind of started out kind of rough. Well, we received the ball, first play fumble, boom, they get the ball on, the, on our 19, go in a few plays later, but defense did a great job with the field goal. Kind of your first thought summary of uh, Friday night's game against the Lions. Yeah, that was two games in a row that we started with a turnover within the first couple plays. Um, thought our defense did a great job. Um, bowed up, you know, I guess to use an old NFL coach's line from an interview, they, they are who we thought they were. Um, <laughs> physical, big, played hard. They knew what was on the line. Um, great tradition. Um, you know, and I tell you, at the beginning of the game for us, it was tough going. It was tough getting yards, and then we kind of got some things to click and, and, and had some big plays on them. But, uh, you know, that's certainly a good football team and not going to be an early or easy out for anybody. And, uh, you know, to move to two and one in region play, you know, certainly is a good thing. And, you know, we got another one this week, region game, and then the gauntlet starts. Coach, you mentioned how well that uh, defensive line was for Prattville, and they showed that early on. They kind of clogged up the middle, got good penetration there, those first couple of uh, possessions that we had. If it seemed like you made the adjustments, was it a more of a blocking scheme adjustment, or you just need to do something different in the formations? No, it was the formations. You know, they 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 wanted to play man coverage on the outside. They they covered our guys up, played them at five yards, and in certain formations, they had nine guys within five yards of the football. Well, I don't care who you have; that's hard to run on. And you know, we, we took a lot of shots Friday night and said, if if people are going to play play us that tight, we're going to take shots down the field. And we did that. And we're fortunate to hit a couple of them. Um, you know, but then we decided, you know, when we spread out our formations, the defense spread out. And we're able to start hitting some big plays on them. Yeah. Yeah. About 11 minutes into the first quarter, take the first lead, kind of had that the rest of the game. Uh, you know, one thing that, that kind of showed from, from our viewpoint was, you know, two years or at least 365 days, AJ Alexander has gotten stronger, faster from what we saw two years ago as uh, a, a small running back. But a lot of determination when you start seeing two guys grab his jersey and he keeps driving his feet and moving forward. You know, he's special. Um, that's the best way to describe him. Runs so hard. Just runs so, so hard. And, you know, there was a couple of third downs, you know, really big um, third down conversions that we had, you know, where he was hitting the backfield and still found a way to get four or five yards. And like I said, he's going to be really fun to watch. Um, here the next couple of years and only just a sophomore. 
Coach, uh, Sam Broadway looks totally comfortable, totally confident running this offense. And we've seen him in, in running the ball. Uh, he certainly hasn't shot away from contact. But uh, Friday night was the first kind of breakaway where he had the big run up the middle. Uh, and I mentioned to Jerry on the, on the broadcast, I didn't know it was that fast, but he's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things when he was running. I told him, I said, you didn't look, you were going very fast, but nobody was catching you. So, um, you know, Sam's a great athlete. He's a great leader. And, um, you know, again, another sophomore, we're playing a lot of those. But, uh, yeah, he's, you know, we knew that we had to be able to throw the ball um, this year versus last year. And we knew coming in with Sam as a quarterback that we certainly had that signal caller. And, uh, um, you know, he just does a good job, you know, inside of, you know, we still don't throw the ball a ton, but we're throwing the ball a lot more than we have. Um, and, and he's certainly putting the ball right where he needs to be on the money and, and giving our receiver a chance to make some plays. Third quarter, the Lions kind of came in within 10. Ken and I spoke probably too too early uh, during the halftime break saying, okay, when do we think we may see some of these other backups? And all of a sudden, we felt like it was Smith Station all over again from last year, you know, going with a big lead and come back. So what adjustments did you think that uh, – uh, Coach Wallace made with them to kind of get back in the ball. You know, I, I I don't even know if you know. I ne- I certainly never had that feeling that it was going to be a game that was going to get, you know, like it was. I mean, they're just. I mean, they're good. You know, the way they were controlling the line of scrimmage on defense, their running back is really really good. Um, you know, number five, the receivers for them, Manny made some great catches. Um, you know, I just think that. You know, they tried to spread us out. They took some shots. They hit them. I think that was the one thing. They had a, a couple big pass plays on us. Um, I thought we defended the run pretty well. Um, you know, it just it was crazy. It was, you know, when we went up, you know, you know, we got the stop coming out of half, um, scored, and they scored. And, and, and really, I, I felt in control the whole second half. It's just for about four minutes there, we both went score, 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 score. So it went from a – kind of a, a lower score slugfest to what looked to be a high score game pretty quick. But, you know, like I said, I just, I'm happy how our defense is playing. We're, we're, we're you know, Michael Lowe is starting to come back and get a little action after sitting him last week. Um, you know, Zaya Barra, the, the sophomore nose tackle, you know, is getting better every week. And, um, you know, we're, we've just been very oppor- opportunistic, opportunistic on defense defensive side of the ball we had a you know two more defensive touchdowns and uh you know I just hope that's something we can keep going creating turnovers and more importantly you know getting defensive scores yeah we talked a lot about uh Arrington that running back he was a physical specimen you're able to kind of hold him down it felt like coach Wallace probably issued a challenge to him second half said let's ride let's ride him and they did but it was still you kind of kept him away from the big play we thought that that was crucial because he had that that seemed to have that ability that uh, he could break one at any point. And I so thought he, the defense, yeah. Yeah, he was good. You know, he was really good. You know, and, and I thought he was a good back last year. Um, I thought he was a lot better of a back this year, if that made sense. I thought, um, you know, I thought he was a good back coming in. I left the night thinking, you know, he's one of the best backs in this region. He's really good. Yeah. And, Coach, you talked a little bit about defense. You know, when when pressure got on Pratt, what a Rigdon to have to start throwing the football. It seems like, and, and you look on the field, it may look different. I know, well, I know it looks different from from your point of view on the sidelines, but up top, it seems like their receivers are a lot taller than our defensive back. But our defensive back stayed with them toe to toe and really kind of got up 
in their grill and not really allow them to catch the football, even though they may have had a little separation. It wasn't much. Yeah, I thought, you know, and to be honest, you know, I, um, you know, they were taller and lengthier at receiver than what I thought they were going to be. I mean, they had, they had two or three kids that were, you know, six, two, six, three long and, 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 um, you know, rangy receivers and, and, and they made great catches and, you know, and, and like I said, I think what helped us was, you know, we were able to get some pressure on the quarterback and, um, kind of got him out of, a, out of rhythm a little bit. Um, but you know, like I said, it was a, it was a good win and, you know, they got a lot of weapons and they are certainly not going to be any, they can beat any team they play the rest of their schedule in our region. Coach, uh, one thing I jotted down, I wanted to ask you. So uh, second half, the big fourth down call, just on your side of the 50-yard line. Initially, we thought, all right, you're, gonna, you're keeping your offense out there to force them to call their timeout where you didn't bring them off the field, which they did. They called their timeout there late. But we look down, and I see you looking right down the line of scrimmage. What are you looking for at that point? Are you just counting hats in the box, or are you thinking, do we need to change formation or motion to make this work? But you convert it. Great. Well, I must be getting too predictable. I must be getting too predictable. That is about that is true. You know, we were we were not planning on running a play. Um, we were trying to get them to jump off sides, use a timeout. You know, if they jumped off sides, we got the first. If they used the timeout, that was an advantage for us. If we didn't take a timeout, we'd have taken a five-yard delay a game, punted the ball, you know, from the 45-yard line, or actually it was less than that, the 40-ish. Really didn't matter. And then you know, we thought we had a numbers advantage. We did. Um, one of those things when you call the play and it works out, you look smart. And if you don't, <laughs> then everybody up in the stands wants the job. So, and, and Ken, correct me. I, we, we've got a statistician kind of kind of going with us this game. It looked like we had three offensive players over a hundred yards. Some and they, some of them with all purpose one hundred yards. But it's yeah. it kind of helps yeah. this year to have a lot more kind of targets to go through versus you know in the past. I, of course, that does open up the game for for Sam to throw the ball down the field with options. But just to have those three in, you know. I'm just saying Friday night. Now we've had great games up to point, but I mean, when you got three offensive players totaling over 100 yards apiece, you've got some weapons. That's right. You know, we had and we had talked about you know last year. You know, as the season went on, we kind of became the Raymond Blackman show. Um, you know, we got. I mean, this year we got Jaden Barnes at receiver. We got Jalen Corbett at receiver. Um, you know, we Sam Broadway throwing the ball well, running the ball to Marion Peterson, um, AJ Alexander. There's just a lot of different, you know, people that can have a have a huge night. And there's nights we got a lot of people that have huge nights, and and sometimes just waiting on you know leaning on one guy. So certainly, um, becoming multi-dimensional offensively, and um, you know, I think the more weapons you have, the more um, the harder it is for people to prepare for. Coach, we had, uh, you know, we thought there might be some rain Friday night, so the wind was kind of kicking up. And I think in, in some situations that really helped. It gave Corbett a couple of opportunities for kickoff returns, which he normally doesn't get. Kickers are so good in this region or in 7A, you get very few opportunities for kickoff return. But uh, he's really electric, I think, and, and has every time he touches the ball, I feel like he has a chance to go all the way. So. He kind of got to showcase that Friday night as well as the whole return team of how hard they've been working and, and giving him some holes to run through. You know, you're you're 100% right. That is actually – Friday night was the first returnable kicks that kid had kicked all year. Every other kick had been out of the end zone. And, you know, Jalen's a great athlete. He's a, you know he's going to play in college. He's got great hands. He's a great receiver. And, 
you know, that's a great thing about things like punt and kickoff return gives a chance to give your better players and better athletes a chance to touch the ball. And, um, you know, it's, it seems like every time he gets, gets that ball and kickoff return for a moment, it feels like there's a chance he's going to break it. So it means that he's close. Coach, I saw a stat today that kind of listed schools throughout the state with, let's say, top offense. And, of course, they take that by points scored per average game. And uh, Dotham was listed by far not not the only top 7A school in the state, but they rank out of all one classification to seven, number 11 out of all the schools. So uh, kind of a kind of a different norm of scoring a lot of points. Uh, but like you said, you know, in I think in the past, you know, SEC, the West, Region 2, 7A, when you go up against teams like Auburn, Central, Enterprise, you've got to score a lot of points and you don't want to get kind of in a shooting match with them. Do you feel this far in the year you've kind of kind of not set a standard, but kind of said, OK, we can score when we have to as fast as we have to when needed? You know, I think we've been very um... – you know, we've hit the big plays on offense, you know, against Auburn, we're able to have sustained drives. I think, you know, we've had, you know, I think that's the fourth or fifth defensive touchdown we've had this year. You know, those things have helped. Um, you know, I, I just want to make sure we find a way to score one more point point than our opponents. And that means if we win 17-16 and if we win 42-41, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you, you know, I think we only play three seniors on defense. And got some new kids over there. So when you're able to, you know, go into a game and say, you know, geez, we got to home the one or two scores, you know, or it's going to be tough. Um, certainly helps us out. But, you know, again, you, you look Friday night, man, running the ball there for about a quarter and a half. It was pretty tough. We were struggling to do it. And, you know, we've certainly got some really good defenses coming that we're going to face here in the next couple of weeks. Coach, back to special teams. You had a couple of chances to defend the onside kick. Friday night in that period where you're talking about the back and forth there in the fourth quarter of uh, points scored. But, you know, I don't – that first kick by the Prattville kicker, I don't know that you could defend it. It was the one in 100 bounce that you're going to get. I mean, uh, the the Wolves, and I'm not sure who the player was, was down on one knee like a shortstop ready to field it, and it took the hop right before he got to him straight up in the air. I don't know you could have defended that any better than we did. Yeah, I think, you know, the one thing we could have probably done better on that one is – attack the ball from the second line but you know that was the thing you talk about on the third hop getting the big hop on the extra or on the onside kick and they got that um you know but it was you know it was like three scores and a minute on the clock and I'm like oh boy <laughs> so you know we got the next one after that and, and, and things were good to go well coach we're going to take a quick time out when we come back we're going to talk about this week's homecoming week against the Panthers of Smith Station with coach Bryant Garrison brings his Panthers into Ripview Stadium for homecoming 2024. You're listening to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on 96.9 The Legend. Coaches homecoming week back on Dothan Wolves campus. And, uh, of course, the Panthers of Smith Station are coming to town to Ripview Stadium. Coach Bryant Garrison, who I think was at Slocum last year, maybe his first year at Smith Station. Smith Station, even though Kind of had a rough year so far, region playing overall, but still, Panthers, when they come in to play the, the Wolves, it, it's, you know, you can throw records out of the book. Yeah, you know, Coach Harrison was at Slocum last year, and, um, you know, Smith Station's been struggling. You know, what's crazy is 
it's an interesting, you know, they, they've struggled record overall the last three years, but they always, I mean, heck, you know, we were an eight-win team. We beat them by seven points. Um, they beat Prattville last year by double digits, um, you know, so they, they've got it in there, and every year they seem to beat somebody that, that they really don't have any business beating. Um, you know, I think it's one of those ones games where, you know, we're better than them. Um, we're more talented than them. We're, you know, we're in year two of, of, of building this program there. And, you know, probably if you talk to their coaches, month three or four of doing the same, excuse me, doing the same thing. But, you know, it's just one of those games. we got to get at them early. Um, got to put them away. And um, if you let them, if you let a team like this sniff around and hang around and, and start building confidence, that's when they can come back and get you. Yeah, we've always talked about how Smith Station is, is just one of those teams you're always wary of. Uh, the one thing that I'm excited about this year is they're coming to Dothan. It's always hard to go and play at their location. And, and evidence, as you mentioned, the shootout up there last year when you, you felt like you had a, a, a good run and a good lead and they start coming back. And I didn't know, don't know much about their offense. I know that the, they've given up a lot of points on defense, but uh, is their quarterback back from last year? He is not. You know, they're, last year, you know, they scored a lot of points last year, and they had a great quarterback and two Division One receivers. You know, those kids are gone. They're young. Um, they're running the spread offense on offense. They, you know, it's a, what's crazy is we really don't know a lot about them other than the, the four games of film we have. You know, they, they hired their offensive coordinator, came from Central Phoenix City. Um, you know, from my understanding, Coach Harrison is a defensive guy, so he's probably running the defense. Yes, they've given up a lot of points. You know, they, they, what's crazy, they may have had one of the toughest schedules in the state, regardless of everybody. I mean, they played, um, you know, Pleasant Grove to start out with, which is one of the top programs um, in the state up by Mobile. And then they went, you know, they played Central. They played um, they've, they've played Enterprise. Um, so they've, you know, they've certainly been tested um, by playing good people. But, you know, again, I think it's a team that we're better than. Um, you know, I think we got to enjoy our last home game. Um, you know, for a while, we go on the road the next four weeks after homecoming. Um, I've just been so um, impressed with the crowds we've had, supporting out, which has been some really good football games. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hope that we get a great crowd for homecoming to support really all the students of, of Dothan High, you know, and, 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 you know, especially the football players out there that are playing playing really hard. And I, I've told people all along we're going to have a product that people are proud to watch, um, you know, but after after Friday, tomorrow night's game, you know, we're on the road for four straight weeks. So um, unless they want to drive, you know, a long ways, it's going to be, a, you know, going to have to listen to y'all, you know, to catch them. So a great time tomorrow to come out and catch one last, you know, in-person look for a close drive of the Wolves. And coach, you know, we always talk about varsities and Friday names. I think this is kind of a, a good week to talk about the JV and the freshmen, what's going on there. But, you know, especially kind of during homecoming week. And, you know, Ken and I were talking Friday night, you know, we're we're kind of the same place we were last year. Beat the same teams going into, and then you look up, and then Baker comes in. You know, of course, that's two weeks down the road, you know, big, talented, three, four star players. And, and like you said, that, that road trip's going to be tough but right now at the point that same record at this point last year i know you're into processes but from a progression standpoint what do you see we are compared to last year um you know i think we're probably a little farther along defensively i think probably a little better defensively i think offensively um and the skill positions were certainly have more people involved i think offensive line wise 
we're probably a little behind, or I should say, maybe not quite where we are at this point last year. It was, you know, we started four seniors. You know, three of those kids are playing college football. So, you know, now with that being said, we've, we're very talented on the offensive line, and um, there's times we look very, very dominant up there. And, uh, um, you know, so I know that we're going to, you know, I know what we can be there, but I, I think we're in a great spot. You know, I, with that being said, I think our region, our region is probably even better this year than it was last year. Man, it's good. I mean, yeah. just to put things in perspective, I mean, let's not forget that, um, you know, Auburn, you know, beat beat Hoover by over three scores. Um, you know, Auburn's already got a loss in our region. They won in double overtime with us. They've still got to play Opelika, and they've still got to play Central. So, you know, there's just – I just think the depth – of our region is just unbelievable. And, uh, you know, we, we got Baker, you know, in two weeks, Baker's Baker's a top 10 team in state. I mean, I think they're number one in the, or number two in the state and seven, a in scoring, they are putting up all kinds of points. Um, they've got four division one players on offense. Um, you know, I, so, so when we go, you know, at Baker at central Phoenix city at, you know, I mean, at Auburn, at Opelika four weeks, it's a, it's a, it's just a, a huge test, but we're up for it. You know, it's uh, you know, we got to get some kids healthy. That's, you know, I think probably all coaches would say that, you know, when you play in a, a physical region, like we do, you're going to get kids nicked up and we've done that, um, you know, but, but we're in a good spot. You know, our, you know, the reality was we knew that whoever lost Friday night between us and Prattville was going to be behind in the playoff chase. And um, the reality is Prattville's behind. They're going to have to beat a really, really good football team and, and probably a couple of them to get back in this playoff race. And, um, you know, that, that's what I said to our kids. It's just, you know, if, if we don't win Friday, it's not over. But, bang, we made it – boy, we made it hard on ourselves. So, you know, I'm just excited that, you know, we're, 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 we, we still control our own destiny if we beat the people that we got to beat. Um, I, I know that when we play really good football, man, we're really good. Um, but with that being said, we still have got a long ways to go. And, and um, you know, but we're certainly trending in the right direction. We're a better football team now than we were when we walked on the field against Carroll week, um, first game of the year. Um, you know, and again, you know, part, part of this program is, as we talk about development and processes, is how are we going to go out and play against people who we are supposed to beat? And the reality is we are supposed to beat Smith Station tomorrow night, you know. And, and we talked about last year, it was still one of those things, well, are, are we good or are we not good? You know, we kind of got lucky against Prattville. You know, we didn't get lucky against Prattville Friday night. We went out there and we kind of beat the beat the brakes off them, you know. And, you know, so now we got, you know, we got Smith Station coming to town. We're supposed to beat Smith Station. And how do we handle those things? And I'm just a believer that the more situations you put your players in and the more situations that your players experience, um, it's not the first anymore. You know, it's not the first big game these kids have played in. It's not, you know, it's now not the first time we're the team that should win the game. And every time you do that, it's a learning experience and you're better at it. And, um, you know, I'm just proud of the kids for, you know, buying into what we've done and, um, you know, just excited that, you know, again, we're in the playoff hunt, what I believe is without a doubt the deepest, toughest region in 7A in, fo in football. And uh, um, we're in the state and, you know, here we are. Well, Coach, I, I guess we're getting about ready to wrap it up. Uh, you mentioned the homecoming crowd, so homecoming game tomorrow night. And I, I think we asked you this question last week, or last year, and keeping the guys focused. I believe your answer was, 
hey, our job is just to win the game. It's homecoming, so let's win the homecoming game. I know there's a lot of things that guys want to do around homecoming, but uh, first and foremost, it, it, it's kind of vitally important to win the homecoming game. Well, like I always have to tell them, you know, they, uh, you know, thank, thank, thank the Lord that the dance is after the game because I know our kids get excited into <laughs> that. And I also tell them, no, you're not missing practice to get your hair ready for the dance after the game. So, um, or get your hair cut, I should say. But uh, no, our kids are good. You know, our kids are understanding that, you know, this is, you know, football serious business at Dothan High. And, um, you know, our, our, our number one job is if we want to have a good homecoming, we need to win the homecoming game. So um, we've had a great week of practice and uh, we'll, uh, you know, hopefully get a victory tomorrow night. And then, like I said, really move into what's, man, going to be a going to be a tough four weeks. Well, that'll wrap up the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on 96.9 The Legend. Make sure that you get to the stadium early for homecoming, as we've talked about. And also, you can go to gofan.co, get your electronic ticket, just walk in the gate. You've been listening to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on 96.9 The Legend.